Welcome back to the Crooked Spine Show. All of us want to work out and stay healthy, even when we sometimes we have a routine of doing yoga, Pilates, uh, weights, across the class, whatever it is. Sometimes you still have some pains. And today's talk is with Denise. She is a long-term trainer at the Gibson Center uh, down here in Upland. And she has done a phenomenal job helping seniors especially stay healthy and strong by having routine classes that she offers. Overall, in her class today, we talk about exactly how do we stay consistent with exercise? How do we make sure even outside our classes that we do take, we can still do things like watch our posture when we're standing and sitting. Also, how do we walk? And how can we stretch at home even when we're not in class to make our body stay loose and also strong? Today's talk, specifically talk about certain exercises, about exactly how to sit, how to stand, how to check those postures sitting and standing, along with how to walk properly and what to look for in your overall gait when you do walking. We'll also talk about the, the kickback exercise, how to do that properly standing. Also, a knee pain relief exercise too, which I walked through the overall video. And also too, um, how do we stretch our hamstrings and how do we keep them loose and how do we use the wall to do that so we don't hurt overall back. Next exercise, another exercise we talk about too is a lunge exercise, not only for a leg stretching, also hip and knee, but also getting our overall body on our back loose too. And how do we really rest when we sit? Do we hunch forward? Do we sit up? Do we lean back more? How do we do that properly? Also too, when we're, can we do a modified hip and knee stretch when we sit? And I go over this too with one of Denise's students. So do I talk to my friends? Again, the show notes has links to the actual video if you want to watch those too. Great way to kind of learn how to exercise and stretch at home and overall watch your posture when you sit, stand, and when you move around. So enjoy the work, my friends. Have a good week, and we'll see you next week. Ladies, this is Dr. Tony Rathbida, and we're so pleased to have him joining us. As you know, he's a chiropractor, and his practice is here in Dublin, correct? And actually, I have some handouts for you. I'm going to share once we're done here. Um, if you guys would mind taking a moment, introducing yourself, maybe give them a little bit of your background and stuff, and then we'll take it from there. That's okay. Okay. Great. okay. Hi, Marisa. Hey, John. Nice to meet you. Mm -hmm. okay. You don't have time for all my issues. Well, give them a, a brief synopsis. If you're comfortable.
I'll not do it. And then, okay, I better start doing it again. <laughs> we all know our bodies, right? I think that's the key. We have a problem going on how to treat our bodies well, mm -hmm. knowing what it requires to stay healthy. Yes. And class like these are phenomenal, I think. Yeah. Well, we, we enjoy them and they tolerate me so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of the thing is not just doing it here, as you mentioned, it's doing it all the time, every day. Mm -hmm. I, I tell my patients, all we do it is and why? Because every day is what? So how do we make sure we take care of our bodies? The daily, the daily self-care I think is huge. The stretching if need be, the strengthening if need be too. Even if icing, if you have side of pain, does icing up, does heat help for you? I just tell patients, it's your body, it's not my body. How do, you, how do we help you, maybe a chiropractor, a therapist, someone else, help you learn how to take care of your body? And once you get to a healthier state, if someone comes sciatica, if someone comes in uh, today, mechanic, that sciatica down the right leg, could barely get out of a chair, but took some x-rays, saw what's going on with the x-rays, got them adjusted, showed some exercises, even sent them the videos to. So when someone understands I have a problem, I think especially with guys, the guys that are more, Neand I call Neanderthals more than, than women are, they take longer to understand I have a problem, but once you have a problem, you're gonna listen more when you're in pain. Mm -hmm. When you're in pain, now's the best time for me to help them. I have a window to teach them how to take care of the body. So we take next x-rays, we can't show them what's going on. We show them the x-rays, demonstrating with them what to do, how it's done, what you should feel, gets them to start the process like you do here, how to make sure you feel the right things, so you're treating your body to get healthier and not sometimes overdoing it or not doing enough too. Mm -hmm. When I show someone, as, as Denise does too, she wants, she wants to see how you're reacting to it. Right. How does that stretch feel to you? If you see like your, your face is grimacing, for me I go, great. That's the start of understanding sometimes being uncomfortable is a good thing to stretch our body more than we're used to. Sometimes we understand that to get our body to change, it has to be under stress to adapt to that stress. By doing that, then our body can adjust to a healthier state and that's what we're aiming for. And then adding more to your routine over time to make sure we have enough for the day and then fine tuning that so we can do our, keep our body healthy overall. For me, myself, I go to the gym at basically right now only three times a day, uh, three times a week, sorry, um, at five in the morning to where I stretch at like, 4 30, stretch for 15 minutes. At that point, I go, go to the workout. That's how I routine day, every day. If I don't work out those days, I'm still stretching that morning before I take my dog for the walk. So it's finding a routine every day, maybe morning, night, after whatever works for your schedule, to stay healthy. Not because we have pain, because we want to make sure the pain doesn't come back. And when someone's out of pain, for me, how do you get stronger over time? Strength gives you endurance to handle your day. And your best insurance policy of pain can't come back. It's not about pain relief, it's about getting your body stronger to handle that load of our day, our stress of our day. Maybe go to cost me lifting water, whatever it is, maybe yard work, how do we make sure that day's gonna be good? And the next day, the next day, the next day. Maybe cost me lifting water. That's why I mentioned it. <laughs> I know someone's history of their routine sometimes. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but it's that routine I think people need to get into. Yeah. And your classes, how many days a week? Well, we do this once a week here. Mm -hmm. Okay, then we also have a yoga class here. Yes. We have That's a chair arthritis class here. Awesome. And such. So we offer a variety of options here. The one thing we always talk about, and I hope for, hopefully I can say, is that at some point you're going to become so in tune with your body. Mm -hmm. 
that things that you do unconsciously mm -hmm. will come to you and you'll begin to work those things into your body. Some of us are great hip swingers. <laughs> because that needs our attention. Some of us are great forward bending people because we know that that helps release tension in the lower back. When you start to see yourself doing these things automatically, whether you're in class or not, that, that to me is a sign of a true yogini for one thing. <laughs> because it's become a part of your lifestyle, not just a, a temporary fix for, for an immediate problem. And by doing that, by incorporating that, and that by having it become a part of your lifestyle, as Dr. Tony says, you're less likely to have recurrence of those issues or severe recurrence. And you're also better able to manage than when they do happen because your body is stronger and better able to respond to it. It's also emotion is so important to maintain throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Physically, emotionally, neurologically, chemically, hormonally. Mm -hmm. When we don't move enough, our body can go to a stress state, eventually chronic pain, where it wants us not to move, produce more more catatonics, more cortisol, to keep us in that stress state, hormonally, neurologically, and also chemically. It goes to our brain, it's our brain to get a whole body to stress, and people come to my office, they've been in chronic pain for so long, they're having chest pain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're not a heart problem, they've been checked out by paralysis, but those nerves go to your heart, they go to your lungs, they go to your other organs of your body to feel stress and tension. Mm -hmm. So by moving and understanding what your body can do, allows you to make sure your body stays in this relaxed state where your body can stay strong, stay, if you want to call it head stress of your day, and make you want to stay healthy. So have another movement. And I tell people too, you're your best doctor. You're your best doctor. We have enough brain cells to learn and to absorb information to understand how to help our bodies stay healthy, heal neurologically, and again, can't be what we eat, how much exercise, how much you move. And when we're not feeling good, okay, now how do we get to that healthier state again? When you're in a healthier state, when you have a routine every day, every week, then that's your normal. Right. When you go away from that, you're going to understand, you're going to feel what it feels at home. Mm -hmm. When you're in a healthy state, that's your normal, and we have to kind of get back there and then maintain it over time. Mm -hmm. We've all had, I've had COVID twice now. Okay. I've had protocol, and I have other things going on too. Mm -hmm. So I have to learn how to help my children overdo it versus doing too much. So it's finding your balance. Yes. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's made that comes full circle. Right. Right. <laughs> and I think each of us, as we yes. uh, as we become more ageless and timeless, as I yes. have to say. Like it. We use that. We use that. Yes. Yes. It, it is my official, my official, it's my official definition for the aging process. <laughs> ageless and timeless. But as we become more so, and as we become more aware of our bodies, and as we become more concerned, about maintaining health because let's face it when we're young we think we're bulletproof and we just kind of bounce along until something stops us in our tracks but as we become more knowledgeable as we become more aware as our body begins to show the signs of all the wonderful things we have put through mm -hmm. <laughs> not to say that it never stops trying to, to maintain us thank god yes. <laughs> but when it starts to show those signs that awareness the things like your sciatic and mm -hmm. the things like i know you have tension in your neck, we have issues with that, and you, your various um, issues, arthritis, arthritis, yeah, yes, and, you know, me. yeah, and stuff. And we become more aware, we want to be able to find those tools that work, chiropractic, science. If you think well, a lot of this is not, and it's depending, it's understanding who's the information too, right? Mm -hmm. We want to stay healthy, we want to become dependent on medications, mm -hmm. or being told, I had a patient, uh, she was told not to because of nerves. Right. That caused more weakness, more mm -hmm. tightness, 
more pain, but because that advice it got her into a worse state. So I want to make sure this is someone that has, if you want to cause someone's well-being in mind, not just a quick fix. So understanding where your pain's coming from too, have trusted sources. Pick the needs to could, could I get you to discuss a little bit about alignment <laughs> in the body Good. and why it's so important that we be aware of that? What I do, number one, is always have people do, is do we sit more or do we stand more throughout the day? What do you think? Sit. Sit, sit or stand, sit. right? Mostly sit. When we sit, have most people sit, they sit like this. Okay, use the back of the chair. Some people are they're told at their offices that they should have a foot rest here doing this the whole time. Okay, here I'm going to take a nap. That's what I'm going to do here in this position. The problem is here, now our back is doing this. If my feet are in front of me, then now my whole body's having to hunch forward. And rule of thumb, if I'm in flexion, my bones stick, they get tighter, my muscles get weaker. My body's spinal position, alignment if you want to call that, the muscle position is going to be straight up. I want to have my feet underneath me as my checklist, my knees below my hips, and my hips on the first third of the chair. This allows me to sit up straight in my seat, like I'm standing ergonomically, allowing my spine to hold my body weight versus my muscles. Are bones more dense or thicker or stronger or muscle? What do you think? Bones or muscle? What's, what has a thicker, dense material? Bones, right? Simple. So if bones are more dense, they can hold more load, letting your body sit on top of your bones versus making your muscles hold you from falling forward. So I want to make sure someone, again, simple checklist, feet underneath you, knees below your hips, hips are first to the third of the chair, head up. And if I have a screen, I'm looking this way, I'm not doing this, and some people say, well, I'm gonna, I'm going to, if you want to call it, stay here. The problem is now we want to do one more thing. Shoulders have to roll back. So I want someone to feel, so you can see it too, I want to feel my lower back almost hunched forward a little bit or lean forward a little bit to have good position so my muscles are activated, hold me from falling backwards. If I get my body to lean back more now, my muscles work, they're active, Isometrically contracting to hold my body up versus relaxed, overly stretched, and becoming weaker over time. If I do this, my body will naturally, being center of gravity more toward my feet, stay upright versus here I can nat I will naturally want to hunch forward. So use your biomechanics properly. I tell people too, the back of the chair is just decoration. Hmm. It's not really much, but you can put a picture on there if you want. You should be able to sit here for a long period of time, especially with the classes you do here, to make your body stay healthy and strong. So from this position, now the same mechanics from my hips to my head should be the same when I'm standing. So what people do is stand against the wall, or if that's a mirror, I guess, here with your heels, hips, shoulders, and head against the wall, hips, shoulders, and head. So I'm staying here as a normal position, as a one well, normal, but an ideal position. Mm -hmm. By having that, someone may say, it doesn't feel comfortable. I go, fantastic, we have something to change. My body is used to this, is used to this every day, what's gonna happen? That's their normal. So I want them to see and feel what, what ideal normal is, 
because again here, you're gonna have the least likely chance of having back pain, neck pain, headaches, arm pain, sciatica, um, anything neurological or, or mechanical. So we wanna make sure our body can reset itself every day and stay here. How do I reinforce this position? By walking. So walking, I'm gonna walk this way, how my patients do, against the wall, take a step forward, so try this, so let's go against it, if you guys don't mind. Try, you want to try a flat surface. Come on, flat as a bar, I'll just like. The bar might be a little painful. Doesn't matter, I'll switch positions. Here. Go here, go against the wall all the way. Yeah, because we'll be up against the bar. Or the one with the mirror, sorry, mirror. From there, now, bring your feet, again, feet touch the wall, hips, shoulders, and head. With your shoulders too, roll your shoulders back a little bit, as Lisa showed you before. So we're staying here. What's this do? It brings your hands either open, open here, um, or at least even. Is it, is it virtual? No, it's, it's, it's not live. Okay, are you filming? Uh, yeah. Okay, so the students that are here will need to sign a release from you for filming them? So you can get a workshop in, on other, other Wednesday too. Yeah, so, okay. so they sign to release for us to film them, but you will need a release for them to Cool. Done. Cool. Okay. Got it. And, yeah, and in the future, please let us know because literally it's not always my own. No worries, no worries. Got it. Okay. So here, we're going to do, most people when they stand against the wall, they start doing this. Why did we do this with our palms facing out? The reason is our shoulders are normally forward. If we have, we have to learn where our body should go. Having your hands here is your test that my shoulders are open versus being closed. So if we're gonna focus on something, let's keep our hands open as much as possible. So if they, if they rest here with your thumbs pointing forward, it's a lot better than your thumbs pointing toward you. All right, any questions about that? Big mountain pose, ladies. Mountain pose, see, I didn't know this one. All right, so here, if I'm here, now take a step forward for me. And with take a step forward, same position, put the weight on your heels. Lean back on your heels. If you feel like you're falling forward a little bit, fantastic. That's when we train our body here to stay here when we stand when we walk. So we walk heel to toe, head up the whole time, instead of midfoot here, going this way. So we want to roll our feet too, as he's probably spoken too, sorry. Is we roll our feet heel to toe so we don't smash our legs together on the ground. So try a couple steps that way and see how that feels. Does that feel weird? Yeah. See a couple like, oh no. We haven't done this before in class. We've done the sobriety test, but then <laughs> <laughs> I do that only at night when you drive home. <laughs> when you put some other stuff, yeah. <laughs> it's about a mixture. And try that back to it. Again, remember, head up the whole time. Let your feet learn to use perception, proprioception, so then you can just use your eyes to know where you're gonna go. Most people do this, they want to sit in front of them. It's gonna be fine. That point, head up, so now your body can reset itself where it has to go. Try that going back to. Let's see. Weird, awkward, and come like a back in junior high school. I understand. Oh, no. Right? <laughs> but it's something to where we can train our body. And if, if you're if you're willing again, just try some home against the wall, most likely to. Is here now, try and do it with your eyes closed. That point, your brain really has to work to use your feet to balance up your body. It's something in your brain called the writer's reflex that allows you to use the horizon as a way to balance your body. 
I'm not using that. And then my body asks, okay, now what do I do? Your feet are their best way, your appropriate subconscious with, with a barefoot to really feel where your body has to go when you go heel to toe, with your head up the whole time. Any questions about that? No, but I do have a question. Yes. Because even I find with myself, and mm -hmm. quite a few people, I have to, the opportunity to observe. Mm -hmm. There are times when I come forward with my head, even, mm -hmm. even if the rest of me is aligned. And I know that that creates that. That neck tension. Mm -hmm. So allowing your body to go, I need to, if, if this, is a, this is more of a habit. If I feel I'm going for it, I gotta make sure my chin goes back. Okay. I'm staying here, my shoulders feel it stays open. Once I feel my shoulders come up, it has to shorten those muscles in your upper traps, get your head to come forward. Once you feel those muscles tighten up to hold your head back, you gotta, okay, I gotta get my head back again. But again, it's, it's tough because, especially standing is easier, I think, to do that. But when we're sitting, then we get the problem where we're sitting and now we're doing, start our, our realize our, our head is not an even weighted bowling ball. Mm -hmm. Facial bones and teeth are most weight the skull. At that point, we have to physically teach our, teach our body to translate our head backwards to stay here instead of stay here. And how does that work? Getting your upper back muscles stronger. Getting your lower back muscles stronger. By doing these classes and doing these classes and taking things home that work for you to actually do them every day. How many days a week? Every day, even the Sabbath. But it allows you to reset. I went for, I had to do, where did I go yesterday? I had to drive yesterday. And again, I, I was driving, I was traffic. So I took the steering wheel and contracted my shoulder blades the whole time. Contract, relax, contract, relax. To get my upper back to work the whole time. So can you get these muscles back here to really keep your body in the whole time instead of relaxed out? Again, as you, as you learned here too, it's the balance of, of your pec muscles, pec minor, pec major, anterior delt, medial delt, posterior delt, upper traps. That balance of contracting backwards is not natural because we sit so much. So we have to naturally or actively contract those muscles over time to keep our body back. That, that yes. All that helps in regards, I've heard that the uh, slip disc. Slip disc, yes. It'll keep, if you go, and again, good question. If the body's an extension, mechanically the bones take the pressure off the disc. The body's in flexion, then there's more pressure on top of the disc. The disc is like a, it's a disc, it's like a water, it's, it's a flat little pancake. The very front and back, especially the, the front, is not very strong. And the sides are not very strong. So once you go forward, you can slip that disc back very easy. When we go back, that thicker part hold is meant to hold our body weight more. So you can focus on getting your body to extension wherever you are sitting, standing, moving, allows your body to not put pressure on those discs to allow things to get to stay in a normal, ideal position. If you're not getting it stronger here, getting your back muscles, rectus spine muscles, rectus spine muscles go where, Denise? Rectus spine muscles? Your whole spine, right? So come on, please, morning. So here, stand facing that way. Right this way. Right this way. You have three sections: base of the skull, mid back, mid back, to right below your broad line, broad line down to your tailbone.
but gets its extension, leaning back more, leaning back more, leaning in more, against all of them to contract and work. So when you feel that, for example, sciatica, I'm going to think in my head, if I'm normally good, how do I get that area stronger? How do I make sure these back muscles get stronger? How do I do kickbacks? How do I do legless? How do I do a warrior pose? And make sure that area stays strong. Every day. Every day. So these are latissimus? All of them. All of them. Lats. Oh, yeah. oh, when I, the rich are one, one, they're yeah. deep spinal muscles, but you have about seven layers back muscles, three mm -hmm. layers mid back, and about four layers upper back. Okay. So deep, deep muscles, the spine is what I'm worried about, make sure they get stronger. Those are muscles that surgeons, back surgeons see, are the weakest muscles of the back when they do back surgery. Because people don't work them properly. Or they're locked up. I get patients that, they work out a lot, but the problem is their spine is locked up. So I have to release that spine pressure to make those bones move, so those deep muscles do work better. Then the disc can release. Then what you're doing now will be more effective. These yes. muscles here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Tend, this is where I tend to have challenges. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so where do I need to to help support this? Where do I need to Here would be getting the glutes activate more, mm -hmm. as you know, mm -hmm. and also I'll say erect your spine in here and the deep muscles that come across some of the obliques mm -hmm. to make them work better. Okay. So for me, it would be doing, for example, here that took a chair and doing kickbacks here, hold. For one side, again, both sides individually. If you do them both at the same time, that would be a miracle. I can't do that on my thing. And then working some of these side muscles too. Okay. Here, then, here, keeping the knee up and coming out. Okay, so these are Yep. And just holding that. I like holding the muscles so you really feel it. And then you have cool rotations around. Exactly. So that's good as well. For the you think about six, six uh, ranges of motion, correct? Mm -hmm. We have, we have, if you want to call it lateral, we have, let's see, since we have a, we have a x axis, y axis, and z axis. We want to make sure all those axes are rotation, okay. lateral bending, and what's the other one? Don't, don't put me on the spot. Rotation, rotation left and right, and lateral bending. Okay. okay? Those are the main motions, secondary motions. We have to make sure all the muscles and joints in rotation and also lateral bending. Lateral bending also flexion extension too. That's a little thing. So we say oblique. Mm -hmm. Obliques here. Uh -huh. Okay. We want to do lateral bends too. Sides. Hold, hold, and then uh, what's the one I missed? Flexion extension. For yeah, forward. So we want to make sure we're working all the range of motions all the time. Because we don't do these normally. Mm -hmm. We don't do these naturally. And I like doing those. The rotations on the floor because when you're lying flat you can't hurt your back there's no vertical load of weight on your body on your lower back if you have a lower back issue there's no there's no gravity pushing your body weight on the lower back if i'm standing there's a better chance of hurting myself so lying down you get to see the stay open you don't have the option to lay on the floor then standing you standing fine better. and using a chair is part of it too okay we do use the chair that point that gives you more stability I think that's the key is, what can we do, what, what can we do versus what we can't do? Okay. And then trying things that may be uncomfortable to get a little stronger, a little more flexible. Be consistent every day. Okay. If you know, like for example, I blew my knee up before, I blew my shoulder up before. If I don't keep them loose, if I don't keep them strong, they tighten up. During COVID gyms were closed down, I had no weights, I had no five, five pound pink weights. 
So I had, so I'd do 50 of these and 50 of these and, and keep moving around until I figured something started to warm up. Okay, and that spinal alignment, mm -hmm. is that going to help support when we do have challenges with the knees? Exactly. With the ankles. Mm -hmm. And we got, and for these, especially, we want to make sure that we're getting it stronger in all, in all directions, right? Your quad, your quad muscle, your knee, your upper thigh muscles are not just really one muscle. You have your magnus, you have your lateralis, and you have your medialis. So by having someone have a knee pain, go try this. Do 10 of these, 10 with your foot straight up, and then your foot out to get the inside stronger, then foot in to get the outside stronger. Usually your, your lateralis, the side of your, of, your, of your thigh, your quad, is supported by a secondary muscle TFL band, so that's usually pretty strong. Because of that imbalance, it'll make the inside muscle weaker along with the VMO muscle around the kneecap itself. Now, what if you already have a challenge and you don't have that flexibility anymore? Mm -hmm. What can be done to help? Is it, is it just building the muscles that support that area? It is, but also testing it if it's, if it's tight. Okay. So, for example, I'll have someone do this. I'll have someone go against a wall. Here, I'll try this and see if it's going to work. Here against the wall. If they have tight hamstrings, I'm going to come down. Mm -hmm. I'm going to come down and see how tight they really are. And hold that position and slowly work myself up. And use your body weight to really stretch those hamstrings out. You can use a roller. If you ever used a roller before, a foam roller before, it's not very fun to start. Not very fun at all, but it's very effective. So if the roller works for you, we'll get your quads and also your hip calves. If you have tight hip flexors, what do you want to do for tight hip flexors? You got to move them. Good, good. Motion as I always move my hat, people do too, is if they can put a pad down, I'm gonna, I'll use over here, pad down on their knee mm -hmm. and do a lunge forward and up, okay. get that back to really stretch. So that's our low lunge. That's it, that's it. Coming forward, translate forward, push your body up so that hip flexure here loosens up. If our hip flexors are tight, you guys know about antagonistic muscles? Before you, before sure, you sure. Forward, let me just ask a question. Good, good. If you can't get down on the floor, can I do a similar, because you were in a low lunge yes. there. I can come here and do this, and then this, is that comparable? You can, no? but make sure we're doing that mm -hmm. with a really good to extension too. Oh, okay, so go back. Exactly, okay, go okay, back. Extension. Okay, so if you want to put your foot in your knee against the wall, and then lean back even more, okay. Bring that, bring that outside foot further back as when you're comfortable, really stretch that hip out and look up. And if I have the knee restriction, mm -hmm. then... And I would almost, I'd almost, you want to support a little bit this way, mm -hmm. put more weight on your right leg, okay. and slowly keep your foot backwards okay. as you can, and then, and then lean back and put more weight on that outside this, back hip. This knee is not as forward because of the restrictions. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, then you can take it all the way back as far as you can. Exactly, take the load off that knee into your opposite right hand and stretch it out. Gotcha. Okay. The reason people do this stretch is when we sit a lot, we get tight hip flexors. The muscles shorten. If our antagonistic muscles, if it's tight here, it's weak here. So you have to make sure we keep our hips loose in that process. So that's why it's critical that you work everything. Everything. Three, six, hip flexors. Anything in front is usually tight. Mm -hmm. Anything in back is usually weak. Okay. So you want to you want to stretch out your front, maybe pec minor, pec majors, hip flexors, 
and then strengthen your back muscles from your tailbone up to your neck. Yeah, that's part of it. But really get things to contract and move is the key. Um, one other thing too, when we have problems to where our legs are off a little bit, sometimes we'll do a lunge this way and feel comfortable. We'll lift this way and go, it doesn't feel very comfortable. I'm going to check for a leg length problem, for example, and we see if the legs are off or not. So, do you need someone to let down real quick? Oh, sure. We'll show real quick. Let's see. Do what I'm thinking. This is a good test if you have. Yep, I keep on your back. With chronic back problems, because you understand if my legs are off, then my hips are off. Now, I'll show you what that means. So, here. As we expect, the niece is perfect. Okay, she's perfect. But if she wasn't perfect, if say her right leg is longer, or I'm sorry, shorter than her left leg, so look more like this, okay, that would tell me her hips are gonna be off. So her hips here, if this is if her right leg is higher, her left leg is lower, her hips are gonna be like this, rising this way. That's happening when she's lying down. When she's standing, you're getting it. When you're standing, my right leg's longer. I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna start doing this to compensate. Instead of being flat, even here, even here, level, I'm gonna start doing this to compensate. If I do this long enough, and now my body doesn't want to go this way, I'm gonna stay back here, center of gravity. I'm gonna cause lower back pressure. So it allows me by doing that test allows me to say, okay. Now we're at the focus on really is doing that lunge stretch or the modified one on the wall to get those hips to stay loose. We're all off a little bit anatomically, that's, that's normal. But if we're off enough, now I'm here enough, here, 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 my body's gonna come back this member body. Now we're, where's all that torque? Where's all the pressure? Right here. If I'm here, my body will naturally, without me thinking of center of gravity, will shift here to drop that hip, now I come back to center, and I'm here, I go to pick something up to my left, I go to do this, now pinch me. So I want to make sure people understand, if they have that, how do I do enough of those lunges, modified or on the wall, to make sure those hips stay even, then get stronger there. Get your, get your back stronger once it stays open. For example, I have someone who has that, and they walk a lot for exercise, which is great. I want them to do the stretches first, walk and do stretches again. Because your body has already learned to make that their normal, right? Mm -hmm. This is their normal. So we want to make sure over time we correct that and then reset it and then lock it in with the walking. Might be a question. You're good. You're good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't good. want to take over your time. But a lot of us are walkers. Yes. So Fantastic. And that tends to shorten or shorten muscles more so, say, than when we're stretching and doing our yoga yes. or our Pilates. Mm -hmm. So where does the balance lie with that. So I, I know you say stretch before, stretch after. I'm more of a stretcher, but for me, stretcher before, that's my thing. Okay. But it's being aware of where your body is. And anytime, for example, if I'm going to walk, mm -hmm. I'm going to do my things, and I'm going to take a break, take a nap, take a rest, I'll make sure I stretch before I rest. Because okay. how do you normally rest? You do what? We sit, right? Or lie down, whatever it is, dude. Mm -hmm. So when you sit and lie down, it shortens again. So okay. can we, before we do our, our rest period, mm -hmm. after our workout or our day, make sure we stretch again. Okay. We're not just going to be. Someone's working full days, have a stretch before work, come home before they rest, before they tighten up again, 
have the stretch again. Okay. Then they get the benefit. Because once you go to relax, things cool down, they naturally tighten. We sleep, they tighten. Mm -hmm. So your recommendation is then before we settle Before you end your day, or before I go to settle in, watch my soap opera, whatever we do at night, mm -hmm. at that point we do my stretching. Stretch. And make sure. One more time before I go to bed. Mm -hmm. I think, again, the routine is going to be up to you, mm -hmm. but that's usually what works for people based on their schedule. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> Any questions, ladies? This was a weird question. But yes. It's probably been about six months, I've been coming about five months, but on the left mm -hmm. hip flexor, it'll catch like when I'm going down. And it's probably because, you know, I've been dealing with these knee the issues for exactly. 15 years. So I finally mm -hmm. got this one. This was this was my bad one. This one needed surgery for, you know. So I'm hoping that this surgery will help that. But even like yesterday when I was gardening, you know, I'm trying to catch up and do everything yeah. I can't. Is always the strongest, but attaches with tendons 
to your knee and to your hip. To the hip. Yeah. So you want to make sure those tendons are loose. If not, they can pull on the bone and make the joint feel tight. Right. And there are a lot fewer, in my experience, there are a lot fewer readily accessible stretches for the quads. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Say for the hamstrings or the glutes or even the calves. I, I find it a lot more challenging to find things. And, that and holding the stretch too for like a 30 seconds to a minute would allow the quads and the tendons to really stretch. Mm -hmm. If you're comfortable, you can go on a roller and put that roller right here and lie, lie down flat, even trying to bed first, and let that leg slowly extend backwards. That's my night. If, I, if I'm reaching like that, I'll land my stomach on a mat, put my put five minutes on the quad here, a roller, let my leg come back, and five minutes on the other side. And slowly let the stretch. Sleeping positions probably. It depends. It's, it's different for everybody. It's when you when you sleep, the back is always the best. But for your size, sleeper, that's fine too. But when you sleep in neck, you tighten up. If you have injuries, the body heals when we don't move. So it's going to heal tight. So in the car accidents, I've got a lot of whiplash cases in my office, mm -hmm. is I always ask them, how do you feel in the morning? And they keep telling me, man, it still hurts in the morning. It's still healing. You can't be too aggressive. Because things have to heal to get, to get to get stronger, but they get tight at the same time. You get tighter, that's the problem. Tightness is what I'm worried about. That's why the morning is so important to kind of know where your body is. How do I feel in the morning? What feels tight, what feels sore? What do I have to do tonight, the next night, stretch before I go to bed to keep those areas loose? That being able to do that in bed is ideal. Mm -hmm. you know, Huge. You're already, you're already there. Oh, yeah, you're there. So, and so no. you don't have to worry about getting up and down off of the hard surface. Yeah, in my office, I had a table, so I'll have someone bring their leg back behind the table, lie flat, see which side feels tighter, do both sides typically, but then make sure those hips stay loose. And sometimes you even have back tightness from that too. So if you try that at home, make sure when you come back, okay, if it's tight back here, you back it off a little bit to make sure I can handle that pressure. Yeah, just work. What does it work? Good. All right. Questions, ladies? Now, I've never heard about stretching after mm -hmm. walking or before you go to bed. Mm -hmm. So how many minutes do you do this? Oh, whatever I do in the morning, do the same thing at night. Oh, okay. And, and it doesn't take very long. Yeah. But it's something we don't think about. Stretching yeah. basically doing what we, what we do. Exactly. exactly what we do. Yeah. The warm-ups that we do. If yeah. I want to feel good tomorrow, I'm going to stretch today. Yeah. <laughs> if I have a good workout tomorrow, I'm going to stretch today. If, I, if I'm going to have a, just a normal day, I'm going to stretch today. I don't want to think about it. I'm not very, it's too many things up there already. I just stretch because I, I know it's part of my routine. A cup of coffee in the morning. It's my part of the stretching routine. Here's the most important thing I'm hearing here, aside from mm -hmm. specific um, technical things, consistency, consistency, consistency. Every day. Consistency, consistency, consistency. If you have something that does bother you, before you go to bed, make sure you stretch again, make sure we stretch, make sure tomorrow feels good. We can always strengthen, that's not a problem. But if you strengthen all of a sudden, oh, I pull my calf, what did I not do? I forgot to stretch. But I just got to warm up. That's the key. It's just keep you consistent. Show up every Wednesday, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'll leave some cards for you too if you need some cards. Oh, please. Thank you. Got it. Got it. Got it.